Creepy bed creaking. That doesn't sound like creepy bed creaking. <laughs> that sounds like someone's on oh. this week of After Dark. <laughs> <laughs> the last to see me. Welcome to Audio Shelf, a place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. Welcome back to another episode of Audio Shelf. With your hosts, Brittany and Brad. Yeah, you just heard that from the introduction. (laughs) So thank you for joining us. Today we're going to be doing a book called The Last to See Me by M. Dressler. Narrated by Lauren Ezzo. Published by Brilliance Audio. Audiobook release date is September 18th, 2017. Very recent. Very recent. But... But the MP3 CD release date is October 17th, 2017. Which is tomorrow, guys. If you haven't figured that out, we we got an advanced listen of a book CD. Ah, Advanced listening. Thank you so much, Brilliance. Yes. And thank you, Lauren, for reaching out. And it was Lauren who reached out to us and... We just love her. And then she hooked us up with Kendall over at Brilliance. And we thank you, her for reaching out to us and kind of like communicating with us and getting this book to us. It's just been a wonderful journey. And we're so excited. Yes, it has been wonderful. The duration of this audiobook is nine hours and 24 minutes. And the genre is historical fiction, ghosts, literary, don't go chasing giant boats. That's a genre now. That's a giant. That's a genre. I said giant. (laughs) (laughs) That's a giant genre. That's a giant. So our summary taken from Amazon, but we could have also looked at the back of our CD box. Let's be real. Yes, because we have that. Yes. In a small logging town in Northern California, young Emma Rose Finnis was born and died. Oh my God. Now, did she born and live? Or did she born and just die? <laughs> well, we are re- listening to a ghost story, so you know, yeah, you yeah, never know. You never know. Haunted by a baby. Now, no one remembers her hardworking life and her grand dreams, but she remembers. She remembers everything. <laughs> Emma Rose is still here, 100 years after her death, and she doesn't plan on leaving. Hopefully she has a good wrinkle cream. I hope she's got a good insurance plan. <laughs> but when a determined hunter arrives with instructions to quote-unquote, clean Emma Rose out of her haunt, the stately Lambry Mansion, death suddenly isn't the worst fate imaginable. Emma Rose refuses to be hounded from the only place she's ever found peace, even if it means waging a war on the living and the dead. Lyrical and haunting, the spellbinding American ghost story alternates between Emma Rose's life and afterlife as the past and present become entwined in a compelling tale of loss, love, and tenacity over a century in the making. Mm, Tenacity. I love the word tenacity. I love that word. So tenacious. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know where I was going with that. Anyway, let's talk about Lauren. Please. Please, let's talk about Lauren. She was my life can she come and narrate my life i hope so she could probably do my voice perfectly she probably could i mean she did men oh my god wait no she did man voice <laughs> i always make that mistake <laughs> me too because i'm always thinking about men okay oh uh. she did male voices 
She did like elderly voices. Yes. She did someone who seems a little unstable voices. Oh my gosh. And she did Emma's voice, which had like this Irish accent to it. Keep in mind, that was the narrator's voice. And it was an accent throughout the entire thing. Yeah. And she stuck with it the entire time. I was waiting. I was waiting for a part where she would slip up and she didn't. Unless Homegirl is from Ireland. That was just amazing. That was her. That was was an accent. That was the Emma, the narrator's voice. And it was not Lauren's real voice. Yeah. And I loved the accent on her. Oh, my God. It was so amazing. It was so peaceful and soothing and just so interesting to listen to. Yeah. It sounded very innocent and very um, young. Mm-hmm. Which is what Emma was when she passed away. She was young. She was mm-hmm. 18. Every time she spoke, my heart broke. Yes. Because I was like, why couldn't Emma live? Ugh. We were midway through the book. There was some action taking place. Emma has a love interest named Quint. Mm-hmm. So when we were in the past life with Emma still alive and we were with her, with Quint, I just had this deep yearning for her to continue to live and that she, you know, lived for so many more years. And then she just recently died and became the, her younger self because that's when she was most happiest or something. I don't know. I made this whole story up in my head. Mm-hmm. But then it was heartbreaking to know that, no, she didn't get to live this life. Yeah. She died. I think that was the best part about the past, Emma, is because you know what happens, but you are fighting so hard for yourself as a listener not to let it happen or yes. not. You don't want it to happen. Yeah, You're like, 100%. Please change the story so Emma can be happy. And unfortunately, the story was already written. They already told mm-hmm. you in the beginning of the book, she died. She's dead. So Lauren did an amazing job. Obviously, we've already said so many, so many wonderful things. Her tone was clean and she was clear. She did a great job remaining clear. Mm-hmm. Like we said, she has an accent and She was able to keep the flow of the accent without sacrificing. She didn't start mumbling. She didn't mess up anywhere. Her cadence was perfection. Yeah. To use that buzzword. Yes. Mm. She had this natural cadence of Emma's voice and it was it just flowed very nicely. And I felt like she was real in front of me being a ghost. Yeah, I could see Emma. Mm-hmm. Very, very clearly. And it was all because of Lauren. Yes. Please, Lauren, come narrate my life. Yeah. She was another one where there was multiple times where I forgot that it was one narrator narrating for all the parts. Yes. When she did Quint's voice, my panties tightened. Okay. It was beautiful. Sorry, Lauren, for saying that, but they did. And you're not sorry. And I'm not sorry. Because it was a feeling. It was a feeling and I just fell in love with Quint. You can't stop true love. And thank you, Lauren, for making me question my sexuality. So the content of the book, we'll go back to Lauren because there's so much more that we want to talk about, but we can't just keep this whole episode is just going to be us gushing about Lauren. And she's going to put a restraining order against us. Yeah, basically, like everybody else. Mm -hmm. So the content of the book was very strong. I felt that it was really, really cool ghost story. It was different. It was new. It was just unique. Mm-hmm. They need to make a movie out of it. Yes, I could see a movie. 100% could see a movie. I don't know who would play all the characters. We shouldn't play that game. Yeah, we it shouldn't play that game. Matt Balmer. Oh, my God. <laughs> he would be a great Quint. I thought he would be a good Pratt. Oh. Mm. Anyway, I said we're not going to play this game. Sorry. <laughs> 
<laughs> but anyway, yes, the story was beautiful. It was so eloquently written mm-hmm. that I thought it was masterful. Yeah. And truly one of a few of the newer books that I can consider literary classics in 20 years from now. Yeah. In 100 years. In 100 years. This story will go down in infamy. I just want everything about this book to be something in the world. Be another thing, either a TV show or a movie or a comic book. I don't even care. I just want the visuals that I got from the book because it's so well Mm -hmm. written. I mean, M. Dressler just totally knocked it out of the park. Your girlfriend knows how to write. Yeah. And the cover of the book is stunning. Yes. Mesmerizing. I think that is one of the things that drew us in initially and, you know, well placed because, I mean, I think that's the main point of a cover but it just it kept us interested mm-hmm. and kept us hooked and well when lauren reached out and said here are some titles of mine i would love for you to review them we kind of just focused in on the title the, or the cover of the book mm-hmm. and it was just miraculous we were like that's it it was love at first sight because of yes. the cover and it was just so beautiful it really was we can't say that enough i feel like we're gonna say beautiful 10 million more times. That's true. No drinking game because y'all will need a liver transplant. Yes. So going back to the story, this story had so many layers and we don't want to ruin it because it just comes out tomorrow. Yes. On on the CD. Yes. But you can pick up the audible version right now if you want to. Of course. The story had so many layers that it was it's just such a hard book to describe to you. There is love and there's betrayal and There's creepiness and the ghost story. And there's just so many different ways your mind can take you into the story Mm -hmm. without knowing what is the the main arc of the story, because there's so many different parts. There are a lot of different compartments to the story, not just in the past Emma and the present Emma, but just in the different characters that Mm -hmm. there are. I mean, we have Alice, who is... The last remaining Lambry in the town that owns the Lambry mansion. So Emma stays and watches over, quote unquote, kind of suggests how the Lambries should do their bidding. Mm-hmm. So Alice is the final member of the Lambry family that Emma is able to have a connection with. Post Alice's death, which happens in the very beginning, They are selling the Lambry Mansion. It's no longer going to be in the Lambry family. It starts off kind of trying to pick a good replacement. But when these new age people come in and they want to change things, Mm -hmm. that's when Emma kind of goes, whoa, whoa, hold up now. Wait a second. I need to haunt you. You better stepping off my turf. Yeah. And so she haunts some people. And and the people that kind of come in that you were talking about are known as the Danes. Yeah. And that's another part of the puzzle here. Another compartment in the story because... They're only seen in the beginning, but they're heard throughout the entire Mm -hmm. book because they're the reason why the ghost hunter comes in. Yes. And the ghost hunter is Pratt. Yes. Who we have a lot of mixed feelings about. Do we like him? Do we not like him? And that's the question of his character that is answered at the end of the book. Yeah. And it's just wonderfully done. All the the characters connect with each other in this creepy and strange and brilliant way. Yeah. I mean, it was just so wonderful. I want to listen to it again. Then the homegirl, Ellen. Oh, my God. Ellen. I don't like Ellen. Ellen. I'm going to tell you right now, Ellen. Go take a seat, Ellen. Go take several seats in ghost chairs and fall through them on the floor. Yes. Ellen is the realtor that 
comes in at the beginning of the book trying to sell the Danes the house. And she gets a little frightful. But she has no, she's like, I don't believe in no ghosts. I don't feel fear. I don't feel fear. I was just like, Ellen, everybody and, feels fear. Yes. Get out of here. I'm like, I'm like, homegirl, you are living in a city where, or, or a town that they literally have hired people to clean ghosts out of people's houses. Yeah. You don't believe in ghosts? Everyone around you believe in ghosts. Yeah, which was an interesting section of what year was this? Yes. Because it felt very futuristic in the Mm -hmm. sense that they had ghost hunters that were legitimate jobs and were actually cleaning out towns that ghosts were haunting. Mm -hmm. And they even said at the very beginning of the book, a statistic that Ellen said to Pratt, I mean, it wasn't really a statistic, but she just kind of made mention to the fact that a lot of the world's ghosts have been cleared out. So what's going to happen to your job when all the ghosts are gone? Exactly. And Pratt was like, there's always ghosts to hunt. There's always ghosts. I also want to say our praise for this book has nothing to do with the fact that we received this for free. Oh my God, no. It is actually for real, legitimately a great book with a fantastic twist. Mm-hmm. And a twist I literally did not see coming. I didn't either. I did not either. It was a really, really, really cool twist. And one that I think rivals some of the best twists. Of all time. Yeah. Of all time or maybe this year. This year. Definitely this year. I would say this year is a definite. And if you don't believe us, go on Goodreads. Go on Amazon. All of the ratings are skyrocketing high. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a truly one of the best works this year. Yeah, definitely. So Especially with narration. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So I, I just wanted to put that in there because some people may think that we're only praising it because we got it for free. But that is just not the case. This is actually a very strong novel. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of books we got for free that we tore apart. Yeah, it's very true. Go anyway. back in the archives. <laughs> anyway, back to. I'm oh, sorry. Go back to this. <laughs> One negative thing that I do have about Lauren Ezzo's narration mm-hmm. are the pauses. I felt oh, as yes. if they were a little long. They kind of drug on more than they should have, mm-hmm. especially between chapters. And also within a chapter, there was a part where the story transitioned. That kind of irked me a little bit. So I, I had to bump up the speed to 1.25 on my iTunes listener. So that was the only negative thing I could think about with Lauren Ezzo's performance. Yeah, I agree. That was something that I noticed early on, and I actually bumped it up to 1.5. Oh, okay. And it didn't destroy Lauren's voice at all, didn't take away from the material either. It made the pauses more bearable. Mm-hmm. Because there was a lot of just, she would deliver a piece of dialogue and then she would pause mm-hmm. and then she would continue delivering the same kind of dialogue from the mm-hmm. same character and then would pause. It was just a little too much for me. And I wonder if that's because it it is historical fiction versus present in the storytelling and the way the story was told. I wonder if that was her way of kind of mapping out things in her head and making sure every detail was clear and concise. But yet as a listener, we're going along with a journey. Yeah. So we don't expect those Long pauses. Yeah. So what do you think about Lauren's interest in the story? The fact that she was able to carry that accent on the entire time. She was totally invested in Emma's history. When she got to other characters, I think she was, and I think she put more emphasis on different characters' voices because she loved them or they were special in a certain way. For instance, I loved her voices for Danes. I'm not saying they were bad. I'm just saying 
the Dane's voice is compared to Pratt's voice. There was something special and she put extra emphasis on Pratt's voice. Yeah. When she does Mrs. Finole's voice, it was as if it was a different character and she was invested in that small character's life and her ability to recollect everything that's happened with the Lambreys. Yeah. The interest was totally there. And she was so invested. I loved it. Yeah, she really built the town with the different characters that she had. Mm-hmm. And, and it, was, it was a large town to build. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it says small logging town, but... When you're one person? It didn't sound like small. Mm-mm. It didn't sound small. Mm-hmm. And when you're one person creating individual voices for each person in the town? Oh, yeah. Girl. Oh, man. It was so good how everything was like a slow reveal There was no part where it was like, okay, this is dragging on a little bit because we could have had this whole thing happen early on and just had it cleared up. It really did something special with the timeline of past Emma and present Emma Mm -hmm. because we got little bits of who Emma was when we needed it just from her own memories in the present. So it was like present Emma started thinking of past Emma and then took us to past Emma. Yes. And so when we were in her memories of past Emma, we only got a little chunk. Mm -hmm. There was no way for us to get this enormous story all at the same time. Exactly. It was really nice how it was split up. Mm. What a great team, Lauren Ezzo and M. Dressler. Yeah. I hope they team up again. Please. And I also kind of really, really badly want a sequel to this book. Oh, I need a sequel. The way it ends, y'all. The way it ends. You're going to be like, wait. I'm sorry. What, what a second? What did you just have? What, say who do what now? Yeah. Like what? That's exactly what I did. So what? Say who do what now? Yeah. Yes. I actually had to rewind and re-listen to it. Not because I missed something, but because I needed to make sure that I heard what I heard. Yes. And you went to her correctly. Yeah. Oh, man. It was such a wonderful ending. And I hope there is a sequel. Mm-hmm. I hope she comes back with a bigger and better story. Yeah. Because there's so much to tell with Emma and exactly. the characters. Exactly. I mean, she has a hundred years as a ghost. Whew. I mean, how many stories, how many Lambries did she get dirt from? Like, I was totally invested in the gossip of this town. When we were hearing like all of the chatter of the people in, in past Emma's life mm-hmm. and in present Emma's ghost life. I just kind of wanted to sit down and have some tea and eavesdrop. Yes. I w- no tea, no shade, but yes. Yeah. I had to pull my fan out and I was like, oh my gosh. This Emma, is some good shade. Yes, Emma is putting it all down. Yes. Oh my gosh. She is slabbing that gossip up with butter. Yeah, she is. Oh my gosh. It was so good. Mm, so good. So would you listen to this book again? I would definitely listen to this book. I need to actually listen to this book again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Because I think I think we'll have a different appreciation for it. Yes. If we listen to it a second time. An even better appreciation. Exactly. And I would recommend this book to everyone. Oh, it's so amazing. Yeah, I'm definitely going to recommend this to like, I think my mom. Because I think my mom would like it. She kind of likes those James Patterson books. Mm-hmm. And I never read a James Patterson book. And I know that James Patterson's not a ghost. He's not no ghost. He ain't afraid of no ghost. So the books that he writes are more like men crime stoppers or whatever. Mm-hmm. The Alex Cross and yes. stuff. Mm-hmm. So 
but I think that she would really like this. Yes, I agree. I would recommend this to my mom and also a couple of friends of mine. Yeah. Who love historical fiction, but then also love love stories and ghost stories and action because there's so much action in this. Yeah. And you got to a certain part where you you messaged me and were like, I didn't know this was a love story. Yes, I know this was a love story. It had everything in it. Perfect listen mm-hmm. during October. Ooh, yes. Because you got a ghost, you got a mansion, you got love yes. that's like roasting next to an open fire. You got boats. Boats. There's always boats in October. Don't go chasing boats. Giant boats. Oh, giant boats. Let's, let's do that again. Don't go chasing giant boats. Listen to the ghost and the land breeze as you need to. There you go. You are feeling yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you are in it. Uh, yes. So did you get a clear picture of the novel? I know I've been saying that I could map out the town, but I want to hear from you. I could also map out the town as well. But the best image that I got when I was listening to it was fog. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. Tons of fog and eeriness. Yeah. And old town, like old houses and that there's, you know, town buildings. That or, were only being held up by a single nail. Yes, by a single nail. It was like Beauty and the Beast kind of building. Except Beauty and the Beast was like stones. That's right? what I meant. I imagine like stones and like cathedrals in the background and wood yeah, I imagine just wood because it is a logging town. Yes, wood. Lots wood. of wood. So much but wood. most of all, fog. Like somebody was taking a fog machine and blowing it right in my face. Yes. yes. And I wasn't mad about it. And it wasn't mad. It was not mad. Really good. I and just I saw like, like evergreens. Evergreens. And a coastline with like rocks and there was also seals. Oh, seals. Yeah. Seals? Yeah. Hmm. There was mention of seals. There was mention of seals. Yeah. No coral reef, though. No, no coral reef. But yeah. I would like to see that in California. Yes. I definitely saw cliffs. Yeah. And then when you look at the cliff, there's water. And some houses that fell off the cliffs. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Mm -hmm. my God. I really did get a good picture of the scenery. And that's because of Lauren Ezzo's voice. She really guided us. And also the writing from M. Dressler. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Did you think that it was too long or too short at all? It was honestly the perfect length. Nine hours, great, knocked it down in three days. Yeah, that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Loved it. I think the way the author also mapped out everything, the past versus present, perfectly done in the nine hours. Yeah. I wonder how she did that. I wonder how M. Dressler sat down and said, okay, I want this book to be kind of too timeline different feeling book Mm -hmm. so like we have one where it's the past and then we have one where it's the present i wonder how she worked through that because they're both very different i mean one takes place 100 years in the past when the town was something completely different than what it is now because back then it was a working town Mm -hmm. and in the present it's a tourist town yes so just so so different genius that's what m dressler's mind is genius So let's answer our famous question. Will you shelf this or shove this? Definitely going to shelf it. Mm -hmm. Definitely going to share it. And we think, because now I'm speaking for you, no longer just myself. You can speak for me. We think it would be great if we could gift the CD box that we have of The Last to See Me 
to one of our listeners. That would be an amazing idea. I know you came up with it. Ah! I, I just I just decided to jump in and describe it because I was so excited about it. Yes, that is a wonderful idea. Yeah. So I think that would be really fun. We can have a little contest. We'll have it on Twitter and we'll have it on Facebook. And the winner will give us some of their details in a private message. Private message, girl. And then or boy. Boy. And then we can send them the CD and they can experience Lawrence and M's. Mrs. Dressler. <laughs> Mrs. Dressler. They can experience Lauren and M. Dressler's work for themselves. Mm, I loved it. It was eight CDs in one little compact little case. It was so good. Beautiful. So I'm definitely going to shelf it. And I also want to share it to all my friends that I have, which is just Brad. So <laughs> you already have it, which is great. I don't have to I don't have to look very far to share it. <laughs> yes, I will definitely shelf this for I will keep it forever and share it with all of my People that I will walk on the street and say, hey, did you listen to this book? You can have it for 100 years. Yes. 100 years. The last to see me. And if I don't come back, if I don't ask you to listen to this book, I will haunt you. Oh, I think we're already going to haunt people. I will haunt you and is, make you. That is not a threat. That is, is not a threat. Promise. Promise. I will haunt you in your dreams, haunt you in your laundry, vicinity. I will haunt you. I just imagine Ghost Brad taking somebody's underwear and being like, look at your undies. You're my, your panties are my puppeties. <laughs> you make panties, <laughs> panty puppets. Panty puppets. Ooh. Ooh. Hmm. That a, could work. That's a good thing for after time. <laughs> good business plan. Uh, so if you loved listening to our episode, please feel free to subscribe to us on iTunes podcast, Stitcher and Google play music. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at audio shelf me and like us on Facebook at audio shelf. And there's an, and there is so many ands in this. If you go to our website at audioshelf.me, you click on the affiliate link down at the bottom of the page. You can sign up for a 30 day free trial of audible and oh, another man. and there's another and get two free books of your choosing wow any my suggestion is to go and find the most expensive book and buy it yes but you get it for free so it's not really buying mm -hmm. and if you want to you can definitely let us know how, what you think about the book yeah definitely let us know what you think of the last to see me let us know what you think of the books that you decide to download and you may hear an episode about it and also a thank you. And a thank you. We always thank our fans who reach out to us. Yes. All right. Well, that about does it for us. Well, I want to go haunt somebody, even though I'm living. Yeah, I know. We're just going to make, we're just going to wreak havoc. We're going to put some makeup on and say, I'm in your dreams. Eddie is going to be so scared. He's going to be like, ah. <laughs> uh, until then. Bye. This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. Can we make sure her name is pronounced that? Yes, it is. Okay.
Yeah, her real name's like Marasavatuhoso. Mylene? Mylene. <laughs> <laughs> same thing. Same thing. Same thing. Let's not put that in there. <laughs> what is it called? Audibility? Like, not legibility, but like oh, listening no. ability, I guess. Oh, oh, oh. Can I, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was like, Quint's a boy. Yeah, but it's confusing. Yeah, it it's is. Like, I know it it's is. a woman. I, I know it's a woman. I admit. Yes, it is confusing. Mm. Anyway, said that right this time. Yeah, yeah, you did. When Audible, Not Audible, I really did get a good picture of the the scene. The my neck hurt. That was a good note. <laughs> Ooh, that, that should be a the boo, <laughs> boo, <laughs> boo. <laughs> so boo so where are we at uh, stop sneezing is that sneezing bless you bless you